I never fail. Never. Why? If I do something and it doesn't come out the way I want it to, is that failure? No, that's practice. Then you do it again and again and again and again until you get it right. You only fail when you quit. So if you don't quit, you've never failed. And if I want to do something, trust me, I'm not going to quit. Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your Daily Helping. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Daily Helping Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Richard and our guest today is awesome. He is celebrity cosmetic dentist, Dr. Bill Dorfman. He's been practicing for 30 years in the Beverly Hills area and has had a career unparalleled to any other dentist in history. He's transformed the smiles of celebrities such as Katy Perry, Usher, Anthony Hopkins, Fergie, Hugh Jackman, Michael Strahan, Jessica Simpson, Mark Wahlberg, and Ava Longoria, to name a few. Dr. Bill is the only dentist featured on ABC's hit show Extreme Makeover and currently a recurring guest on the CBS Emmy Award-winning daytime show The Doctors. Referred to the Michael Jordan of dentistry, he has also appeared on Larry King, Oprah, Access Hollywood, E! Extra, and Entertainment Tonight. As the founder of Discus Dental, one of the world's leading dental companies, he helped lead the company from inception to more to $1.3 billion in sale, primarily with his award-winning tooth whitening products, Zoom and Bright Smile. He's received 20 Lifetime Achievement Awards, two Guinness Book of World Records, he's a New York Times bestselling author, and was recently the first dentist ever knighted by the Royal Order of Constantine. He's also a passionate philanthropist working with Garth Brooks and the Crown Council of Dentists. He's raised over $44 million for children's charities. He's also the founder of the nonprofit Leap Foundation. We're going to talk about that. I'm excited about that. Dr. Bill, so much we're going to get to talk about today. Welcome to The Daily Healthy. It is awesome to have you here. Thank you so much, Dr. Richard. My goodness, where to begin with somebody like you? We're going to, I guess, the beginning. What, did, did you always know you were going to be a dentist? How did that come about? I always knew I'd be a dentist. Yeah. I mean, I can literally say I fell into dentistry. Uh, I was three years old playing around in my living room. I fell and I knocked out all my baby teeth. And uh, we happened to have a really great family dentist. And the guy, took such good care of me. And I felt so comfortable. I mean, I was never a normal little kid, by the way. Like most normal little kids would have been totally traumatized and probably ended up hating the dentist. Or be- I really was fascinated by 
what they needed to do to kind of like fix me up, you know? And, um, I don't know, at a certain point, I thought I need to do this. I'm going to fix people like this. Like I really liked the idea. And, and I was the oldest of five kids. So I would go to the dentist and watch my little brothers and my sister. And I was just fascinated. And it kind of was a blessing in disguise because I just knew I was going to be a dentist. So I just took all the classes I needed to be, to be a dentist. And I just followed that path. And, you know, uh, to be a hundred percent honest with you, my career has literally exceeded every expectation I ever had. I, I never in a million years could have imagined having the career that I've had. And I'm so incredibly grateful for it. It's been, it's been amazing. You know, I, I've mentioned on, on this show, my father was a dentist and he was a good dentist and successful dentist. He took pride in his work and helped a lot of people. But your dentistry is like next level dentistry from a business standpoint. You know, when did you say to yourself, I'm going to do things differently than most other dentists do? When, when did that kind of start for you? Forget dentistry. My whole life. I mean, I mean, it started at inception, you know, I, I mean, I was five years old. I start, you know, kindergarten, right. And, uh, I come home my first day and my parents like, you know, I, they call me Billy, you know, Billy, how, how, how was school? I said, you know, I mean, school is okay, but the kids in my class are so immature. Who says that at five? Like, I always grew up knowing I was weird. I didn't see things the way other, I, ne I was never a kid. I was like a grown-up in this little body, just waiting for the body to grow into like a grown-up phase. I didn't understand like bullying and, and, and teasing. And, I never did any of that. I was just like, I was like an adult walking around in a kid's body my whole life. And whenever people told me like what I had to do, I'm like, yeah, no, I, I, I really would like, I would choose my own path. In, in fact, I think probably the biggest epiphany that I ever had that I was that different happened with Oprah. And, um, you know, Oprah says, you know, Dr. Bill, you know, You've had a career unlike any other dentist in the history of dentistry. I mean, you're a New York Times bestselling author. You, you created award-winning products. You, you know, you've raised $50 million for children. She's going on and on and on. And she said, what inspired you to think outside the box? Now, this was in 2006, and it wasn't really part of our lexicon at that time. And I had never heard that phrase. And I looked at her and I just laughed and said, what box? And I think that really kind of exemplifies my entire life. I never saw boxes. I just saw opportunities. And we'll get to it a little bit later in this, but I teach a motivational leadership program for high school and college kids. It's a nonprofit I set up. And we do this every summer. It's called LEAP. And I bring in a bunch of amazing speakers and whatnot to really teach these young students, 15 to 25, the secrets of success. And 
I always feel like if these students will walk away from the program and just embrace two things, I did my job. Number one, don't wait for opportunities in life. Make them. If I meet another millennial who tells me they're waiting for the universe to do something, have you gone to Kiev lately? Like the universe is pretty busy right now. It doesn't take care of you. You take care of you. And number two, when you get an opportunity, don't take it. Master it. There's a big difference. Listen, ABC gave me a huge opportunity when they put me on Extreme Makeover, right? I mean, this was one of the the birth of reality TV. And if you watch the first two or three episodes, it was painful to watch me. That's how bad it was. I mean, they should have fired me on the spot. And at least I was smart enough to know how bad I was. And I did something about it. I took acting classes, hosting classes, teleprompting classes. I worked with Rainy Warren, who trains all the kids on American Idol how to be on TV. And I worked on it and I worked on it and I worked on it because I wanted to be the best version of me that I could be. What'd that do for my company? Well, you know, Discus Dental had this award-winning product, Zoom. By the way, I invented Zoom. I like to say that and just stop because then everybody thinks I invented the video conference. But <laughs> so, you know, our sales at my company were pretty robust. We went from 2 million to 4 million to 8 million to 6, but we kind of plateaued at like 76 million. The first year on Extreme Makeover, we did 101 million. The next year, we did 136 million. And the third year I was on the show, we did almost $200 million in sales. So my presence on that TV show was a huge catalyst for my company, you know? And so it it just, it's a great example of just not taking an opportunity, but really doing all you can to master that opportunity. Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you. And I can't wait to see where you'll go. I love that. And, you know, you're, you're so right. It's the universe isn't going to give anything to you. You can't just stare at a vision board and ask for $20 million. You have to take action. And I love that you went to such lengths to really master your craft and, and look at the transformative cash flow that that resulted in. So that's, that's phenomenal. So I'm curious about the Zoom. And it's, it's interesting, right? Because again, you don't have a box. So how did you, 
how did you come up with that? Was it just, you know, the existing whitening products were inferior? Did you see an opportunity, you know, to, to capitalize in the market where people were doing like, what was, what made you wake up and say, I'm going to create, you know, the world's greatest tooth whitening product? Well, there was an evolution. Okay. And this is kind of a, a, a recurring theme in my life. Every time I've committed to do something philanthropically, something amazing grew out of that. So the backstory on this is kind of silly. Uh, I'm at the gym. I go every day uh, working out. And a woman I didn't know comes up to me named Cynthia Hearn and says, would you like to help raise money for children's cancer research? I said, well, yeah, but this is the beginning of my career. I, I'm, I'm not very wealthy. I mean, you know, what could I do? She said, well, um, you are a dentist, aren't you? I said, I am. She goes, and you're single, aren't you? I'm like, I am, and that's weird. She said, well, we are having a bachelor auction for a 1,000 women, and we need 10 bachelors that we can sell. And I'm like, all right, I'm single, why not? Humiliating, silly. I mean, I can go through a bunch of adjectives, but, but. The good thing that came out of it was the other bachelor next to me was a man named Robert Heyman, who is still my best friend in life. And we met there and he grew up in a very prominent cosmetic family. His dad was Fred Heyman, who created Giorgio Cosmetics. And basically, Fred created Rodeo Drive in Beverly Hills and whatnot. And Robert was an MBA with a background in manufacturing and marketing. And, you know, this was right at the inception of tooth whitening and the initial products were horrible. And so I met with Robert and I said, you know, I think there's a real need in the market for a high end tooth whitening product, you know, and we sat down and we developed our first product, which was Night White. And within a few years, we became the, the leading brand on the market. <laughs> And then Bright Smile came out and we noticed that there was a big opportunity for an office. So with all the patents and everything they had, we, we had to build, we could build something, but we had to be careful not to infringe on their patents. And as we developed Zoom, it became obvious that we were going to have patent issues and we didn't want to get into litigation. So we ended up acquiring Bright Smile. So we actually then owned Bright Smile and Zoom. And at that point, we owned all of the IP for in-office light-activated tooth whitening. And then Extreme Makeover happened. And so now for the first time in the history of dentistry, dentistry is being poised as a really cool, great thing on TV instead of like Marathon Man and Little Shop of Horrors and all these ridiculous things that made dentists look like like kooks, you know, this is a really good thing. And so, you know, people are starting to embrace the idea like, yeah, you know, I can wipe my teeth, I can fix my teeth. And so, you know, sales just started ramping up and growing and growing and growing. So it, it was a, it was a really, really great series of events. And so it wasn't like I set out and said, I'm going to build the world's number one. I just like, I just wanted to make a better mousetrap. The first whitening products weren't great. And then we made it a little bit better. And then we saw an opportunity with in-office and then explosion. I love it. 
And uh, I, I do want to talk about Leap and your podcast, but uh, tell us a little bit about what you got cooking in, in the lab that's coming to market pretty soon. Well, so when you develop a product and sell a company, you need to sign something called a non-compete. So we sold Zoom to Philips. And so I was not allowed to make or produce any other whitening products for a period of time. So that has expired. And so I went back and I did some market research to see you know, what products on the market are the most popular tooth whitening. And these, these you know, strips, these white strips um, are very popular. But there's five pain points. Number one, they taste bad. Number two, they're uncomfortable on your teeth. Number three, they move around on your teeth. Number four, they cause tooth sensitivity. And number five, and the thing that's the worst, is at the end of the whitening procedure, you need to take this disgusting thing out of your mouth and, you know, and throw it away, right? So I solved all five pain points. Um, we basically made a strip that, tastes good. It sticks to your teeth and doesn't move around. It has zero sensitivity whitening formulation. Um, it is super comfortable on your teeth, but best of all, at the end of the procedure, it melts away. So the stains vanish, the strip vanishes and poof. I love it. Poof, tooth whitening strips. And if you notice, look how I spelled poof. P-O-O-O-F. You know why I did that, Richard? I own everything. I own all the domains, all, I mean, Instagram, everything. If we had just used poof, I couldn't do that. But with three O's, it's kind of like Spanx. You know, look how they spelled Spanx, right? So this way we own everything. And uh, we're launching that probably right about the time this will come out. So look for poof tooth whitening strips. They're amazing. It's a 10% hydrogen peroxide. You put the strips on your teeth, takes 10 to 15 minutes for them to dissolve, melt away. And you do that twice a day and uh, boom, poof, your teeth are white. I love it. I love it. Tell us a little bit more. Let's let's take a deeper dive into Leap because I think what you're doing is so important. Well, wait, I have two products. Oh, that's right. That's right. There's another product. Right. This one's even more fun. <laughs> I'll just cut to the chase on this one. I love caffeine. I hate coffee. Bam. Okay. So dentist approved, right? This is the first, first caffeinated chewing gum that's dentist approved sugar-free it unlike coffee it doesn't stay in your teeth and unlike coffee instead of giving you coffee breath it gives you fresh breath we kept natural thymol and eucalyptus oil in it so it is a sugar-free chewing gum with 110 milligrams of caffeine in it so you get that caffeine kick fresh breath doesn't stain your teeth. Buzz balls. I love it. <laughs> so fun. And it's sweetened with xylitol, so it actually helps fight tooth decay. Very cool. 
So be on the lookout for Buzz. That's just fun saying. And you can buy it right now. Buzzballs.com. Don't forget the, the S. B-U-Z-Z-B-A-L-L-S. Balls.com. And you can buy it right now. It's available. And it is really good. We'll have. We'll... <laughs> like, I, I chewed one right before we did our interview. And look how happy I am. I could tell you were a bit energized when we got I on know, with each other, right? I'm like jumping out of my chair here. <laughs> it's the buzz ball. <laughs> and we'll have links to that in the show notes. Anybody who wants to get their, their buzz on can hit buzzballs with his S.com. So we'll have links to yeah, that. Yeah, I have to be a little careful when I give it to people. And I'm like, how do you like my buzz balls? Because people who don't know it's come look at me like I'm a freak. But it's really good, Richard. That's awesome. So... I do want to now jump into Leap because I think it's so important. And the people who come on my show typically have achieved an extraordinary deal of success, but the common thread that runs through them is giving back and making a difference. And and you're doing that with Leap. And so tell us when you started it. You gave us kind of the teaser of what it's doing now, but tell us the origins of Leap. So Leap is a motivational leadership program for high school and college kids. This summer, it will be July 17th to the 23rd at UCLA. We'll have about 500 kids there live. Um, It's a program that basically teaches kids the skills that they need to be successful in life. That's it. And we do it by bringing in amazing speakers and mentors. Um, In the past, we've had um, Paula Abdul, Mark Wahlberg, Michael Strahan, Hannah Brown from The Bachelor, Kathy Bates, Anthony Hopkins, um, Jason Alexander, Usher. I mean, on and on and on and on. And um, it's, it's, it's pretty phenomenal. And the, the students spend a week at UCLA. They live in the dorms. And immediately we put them in groups of 10 with other students their age to, you know, to go through the whole LEAP program with. and. Um, I started it 15 years ago. There was another program prior to LEAP that um, was kind of the precursor to LEAP where I would come as a mentor, as a speaker. Um, the, the man who founded that passed away. He was 85. And, um, you know, so I, I thought, you know, th- this program is too important. I, I didn't want it to, to vanish with him. So we resurrected it. We made it a nonprofit. And this is our 15th year. Wonderful. And, and I know you've also got a podcast involving mentorship. Tell us about your podcast. Well, so we get all these great speakers at least. And so we turn this into a podcast. Believe it or not, Meet the Mentor podcast is in the top two and a half percentile of all podcasts worldwide. And we're in the top 100 podcasts in over 150 countries. So I got a big award for that. In fact, I don't know if you can see it back there. It's that big speaker. The, can you see it? The crystal yep. speaker? Yep. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's been fun. But, I mean, all the people that I just mentioned to you, I have podcasts with. And they are a wealth of knowledge. I imagine. So you know, it, you've had the privilege of either having them in your chair or collaborating them with Leap. What are some of the lessons that you could you have gleaned and you could pass on just maybe a few uh, from some of these re- extraordinarily successful people that you've crossed paths with paths with you know the one thing i always tell 
entrepreneurs and young business people, probably the biggest secret to success, two words, copy genius. You know, when, when I opened my dental practice in Beverly Hills, you think they need another cosmetic dentist? No. So what did I do? I found the five most successful cosmetic dentists and I went ahead and I called them and I asked them if I could come in and shadow them. And so I spent a week in each of these offices, really observing everything that they did in their practice. And then I put that all into my practice. And within a year or so, I had a busier practice than anybody in the Beverly Hills area because I used everything that these successful practices were doing and put it all in one practice. And, you know, I always tell students, if you're going to start a business, look around, see who's really like killing it in that field. What are they doing that makes them so successful? And then just do it better. Right. The second thing I think you have to always appreciate is just tenacity. You have to work hard. Nothing comes easy. You know, students come up to me all the time, Dr. Bill, Dr. Bill, what's the secret of success? It's not a secret. Work your buns off. That's a secret. I mean, come on. You know, it's almost like they want to take a pill, you know, and then just have it happen. It doesn't happen. Every successful person I know works really, really hard. I mean, you may not see it, but trust me, nothing comes like that. It's hard work and tenacity. And I'll tell you another thing that you should really focus on. I never fail. Never. Why? If I do something and it doesn't come out the way I want it to, is that failure? No, that's practice. Then you do it again and again and again and again until you get it right. You only fail when you quit. So if you don't quit, you've never failed. And if I want to do something, trust me, I'm not going to quit. 50, 100, 1,000 years from now, what do you want your legacy to be? He was a guy who came from nothing and gave back and helped and helped change the world. I mean, listen, my mantra for life, learn so you can earn and then return. And I'm in the return phase of my life. I love doing leap. I love doing a lot of the philanthropic stuff I do. It makes me super happy to be able to be in a position where I can help people. And for me, that, that's the stuff of life. I love it. Dr. Bill, this has been so fast. And I, I, if the time flew by, I wish we had more. But you've dropped so many pearls of wisdom on us today. I'm going to ask you for one more. As you know, I wrap up every episode by asking my guests just this one question. What is your biggest helping, that single most important piece of information you'd like somebody to walk away after hearing our conversation today? As, as a person, as a business person, as part of our world, 
I grew up with eight grandparents. That's a whole different story. And one of my grandparents, my grandma Dorothy, was the sweetest, sweetest thing. And I could never figure out like what her religion was because we had a lot of them floating around. And, and so one day I just asked her and she said, darling, it's just three words. Just be kind. And that's it. If everybody in the world would follow Grandma Dorothy's religion, we would live in such a beautiful world. Just be kind. Be kind to people. I so love that. I so love that. And it's, it's the mission of this show. So thank you for sharing that. And your grandma was wise beyond her years. Dr. Bill, this has been awesome. Give us those URLs again so people can find you and Buzzballs and all the other good stuff we talked about. Well, Leap is leapfoundation.com. Buzzballs is buzzballs.com. Dr. Bill is drbilldorfman.com. And, you know, I'm pretty active on Instagram. So if you ever want to reach me, I'm probably the only person with, I think, one and a half million followers who actually answers all my DMs. It's just Dr. Bill Dorfman, Dr. Bill Dorfman. Um, I promise I'll answer you. Beautiful. And we'll have everything, Dr. Bill, on the show notes at thedailyhelping.com. Well, this was awesome, Dr. Bill. Thanks so much for coming on The Daily Helping. I loved her chat. Thank you, sir. And I want to thank each and every one of you as well who took time out of your day to listen to our show. Let's follow some advice today from, from Grandma Dorothy. Go out there today and do something nice for somebody else, even if you don't know who they are, and post it in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping, because the happiest people are those that help others. 